The role of a communicator is a tough one. Because of politics in Hollywood, most people have an inaccurate perception of what we do. In some cases, we're seen as party planners with a large network. In others, we're seen as liars or spin doctors. Hence, spin sucks. The other night, my husband asked our small one what I do for a living, and she said she works really hard. Yes, and? <laughs> he asked her to explain that, and she said she does a lot of work on her computer and talks to a lot of people on Zoom. She couldn't grasp what I do even when he explained it. This is the reaction of pretty much everyone. When they can't put us in a box of liars, party planners, or someone who gets you in the news every day, they don't understand it. Even the executives who hire communicators often can't tell you exactly what we do. I've heard everything from it's some sort of voodoo magic to they get journalists to pay attention to you to whatever I need them to do. <clears throat> as much as I would really love to have a voodoo doll that I speak to and have it do my bidding, it's not any of these things. Getting journalists to pay attention to you is somewhat close, but that's a fraction of what we do. The good news is that I'm here to help you understand what a communicator does, how they can best help you, and how you can hold them accountable for results. That is what we'll discuss on this week's episode of the Spin Sucks Podcast. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks Podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks Podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. A few weeks ago, I was on LinkedIn and I saw a post from a second connection that said, why do PR firms ask for a one-year contract? They lack confidence in their ability to demonstrate value each month? Yeah, that's it. We lack confidence in our ability to demonstrate value every month. That's what it is. So we lock you into an annual contract so that you have to pay us to do nothing. That's definitely what it is. I've been lying to myself all these years. Good Lord. I was pretty fired up about this. <clears throat> Might be still a little bit, but I've calmed down a lot since I first read it. We're not going to discuss the one-year contract in this episode because almost no PR firm has one. They might ask you to sign an annual contract that automatically renews after 12 months, but it's not truly a one-year contract because it has a termination clause, most often 30 or 60 days. So technically, the contract is a 30 or 60-day one. I will say this, in your defense... Many communicators don't fully understand how to communicate, ironically, expectations. They may say it's an annual contract without realizing it's really not. So let's just set aside the fact that a PR firm is asking you to sign a one-year contract. Read the thing and understand that it's typically not the case at all. I'm more upset about the sheer arrogance and ignorance of this entrepreneur's post. It could be that I'm triggered from working with more tech bros than I like to admit, but the whole thing stinks like someone who will never be happy, even if their communications team exceeds all of their goals. We're not chickens who dance every month for our paycheck. Rather, we're thoughtful and strategic business partners who understand how the work we do not only brings awareness of the business and its products or services, but also participates in generating revenue. For those of us with... <clears throat> um, more experience, we often have the ear of the chief executive and are part of the decision-making around some of the organization's most important initiatives. We get there because we understand the stakeholders in the business better than almost anyone, and we know how to communicate with them to build trust and authority and exceed expectations. 
But what does that look like inside an organization? How do you set goals that are relevant to the work we do? And how do you know if your communications team or consultant exceeds expectations? Questions like these and how do I measure the work you're doing against revenue caused me to create the PESO model. I didn't love having conversations with clients every six months into a working relationship that started with, I don't really know what you've done for the past six months. I know we got a few news stories, but beyond that, I knew something had to change if we were going to keep clients around for years and not because of an annual contract, but because we could demonstrate our value every single day and we had the confidence to demonstrate value every month. If done well, communications can be a major influencer of revenue, but it's challenging to demonstrate that kind of result. Because of that, we're typically known for building brand awareness, creating trust, connecting leadership with customers, and establishing authority. Of course, these are all really important things when it comes to a purchase decision, but they are challenging to measure. Enter the PESO model and the very reason for its existence. It allows us to do all of that and demonstrate that our work influences sales or whatever it is the organization is trying to achieve. In just a minute, I'll talk you through how the PESO model works and what kinds of results you can expect when working with a team, agency, or individual who implements it correctly. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack, and the second is the PESO model certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now, back to the show. For those listeners who don't know, the PESO model stands for Paid, Earned, Shared, and Owned Media. It's an integrated communications model that, when implemented correctly, builds authority, credibility, and trust, while also driving organizational goals. In the case of our clients, that is revenue, which is why you often hear me put it in that perspective. But it doesn't have to be sales. It could also be donations, volunteers, quality candidates, and more. Most often, a PESO model campaign will start with owned media. This is because without owned media, you don't have anything to share on social media, shared media, prove your expertise and credibility with journalists, earned media, or boost on social media and Google, paid media. Let me give you an example. We have a B2B client that's built about a $20 million business without any kind of marketing, zero marketing. As they look to scale their growth, one of the investors suggested they begin to market themselves both online and off. 
Because they didn't have a single marketing colleague on their team, they were a great prospect for us. We do really well when we can go into a company and build their marketing team with them while building their processes and getting results too. They hired us to do exactly that about a year ago. We started off with owned and shared media. We started to blog for them and we launched a podcast. Then we used social media, mainly LinkedIn and Instagram, though we're on the others too, to build their brand presence and increase their fans, followers, and subscribers. After everyone got the hang of working with us to develop content and engage on social media, we added paid media for, via Google Ads. And then we added lead nurturing where paid and owned media intersect. We're nine months into the program and have yet to add earned media. You heard that right. The one thing that most executives relate to public relations hasn't been included yet. This is for a few reasons. Number one, earned media in this industry isn't as effective as it would be for a consumer packaged goods company or travel or hospitality or food, for instance. Number two, we have no need for influencers, neither paid nor earned, because we gain access to the industry's experts via the podcast we host. Number three, the pool of journalists covering this industry is pretty small. And number four, we've built enough top-of-the-funnel brand awareness without it. That's not to say we won't add it in. It is a quarter of the peso model, after all. We're going to do that in the next few months, but I like to illustrate this so you can see how effective a communications program can be without earned media. We still have three months to go for a full year of results, but I can tell you this. This program so far has influenced more than $1.1 million in revenue, and we've increased the marketing lead to customer conversion from 25% to 86%. These are the kinds of results you want your communications team, agency, or consultant to demonstrate. It's not voodoo magic, and it's pretty easy to understand. If your comms team is focused solely on earned media, which is what people think of when they say public relations, and truthfully why most people hire PR, you can't expect these kinds of results. But if they implement a peso model program, even if adding in each media type is slower than you would have expected, they can absolutely demonstrate these kinds of results. If you'd like to learn more about how a peso model can help you explode your organization's goals and you're not already part of the SpinSex community, get your butt over there. You can find us at spinsex.com slash spin hyphen sex hyphen community. That's spinsex.com slash spin hyphen sex hyphen community. It's a community full of crazy smart professionals. It's free, it's fun, it's smart, and you might just learn a thing or two from your peers. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 